Good and call from Lewisburg Ford in Lewisburg, Kansas. Hi, Jason. Hello, Toby. How many years has Lewisburg Ford been down there in Lewisburg, Kansas? We've been at Lewisburg, Kansas since 1979. Family Whoa. owned for 44 years in Lewisburg. That is absolutely amazing. That is. And we've been selling new Fords at the no-hassle Toby Tobin price that entire time, saving Kansas City tons of money. What's going on in the Ford F-150 pickup? Toby, right now, the 2023 Ford F-150s, we can discount up to $13,000 off a of top MS. SRP when you buy at Lewisburg Ford with our no-hassle Toby Tobin prices. What about interest? Well, interest rates are all the talk right now. Money's gotten more expensive, but at Lewisburg Ford, we've got 1.9% APR for 36 months and 3.9% for 66 months on new 2023 Ford F-150s. That is awesome. What Great is your toll-free number? 816-444-2300. Online? LewisburgFord.com. Best place to buy a Ford F-150, I guarantee. Honey? Can you swing by the post office and grab some stamps? Done. And drop off these packages? Sure thing, honey. Oh, and get the tracking info. Got it. But you haven't moved. I know. How great is that? This holiday season, the Postal Service is closer than ever with convenient ship-from-home services like label printing, free package pickup, and delivery notifications. You can send more holiday joy from the comfort of home. The United States Postal Service, delivering for America. Ship from home at usps.com slash holidayjoy. This year, Staples wants everyone to have a happy holla deal. That's right, holla deal. Staples holla deals are amazing savings on hot holiday tech. Great prices on laptops, game systems, earbuds, and more. And now at Staples, you can save up to $350 on select PCs. During Staples holla deals, it's not about the fa-la-la. It's about saving moolala. Save up to $350 on select PCs today at Staples. Ends 1223 in store only. See associate for details. Patrick Mahomes joins CDOT Mondays at 310. 610 Sports Radio. KCSP Kansas City. WDAF HD2 Liberty. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Still just hanging out with my uh, my uh, senior year Apple iPod, man. How quickly that thing became irrelevant. I know, right? I was thinking about that. I was like, you know, I mean, at, at a certain point, like when they put out like the iPod Touch, it was mm-hmm. basically just an iPod, mm-hmm. that an iPhone that couldn't call people. Yeah. That was literally all it was. It was just an iPhone that you couldn't call people with. They tinkered with it three ways. They came out with the original one. Then they came out with one that was touchscreen. Yeah. And they came out with like the no, small. They came, they came out with the shuffle. The yeah, small the small one. one you could clip on yeah. and run with. Yeah. And then they had the, uh, what, they had the iPod mini. Nano. Nano. Yeah. And then it was like, all right, what are we doing here? Yeah, and, like, the touch was really popular for a while. But then, you know, once they started to, like, increase the storage space on the the iPhone, it was like, well, you don't need a touch now. You can just use your phone for it all. New England leads 14-3. to Bailey Zappi just threw a touchdown to Hunter Henry. You're now at 17 points, inching closer and closer to that over. If you bet that under, you're feeling bad now. You're sweating now. Sweating now. It's not even halftime yet. It's 8 o'clock. Let's get to the out of left field question. Every night when you hear Green Onions 8 o'clock, you know that the out of left field question is upon us. Tonight's question comes from Uber Facts. The question is quite simplistic. What is not a fun fact? 
Again, what is not a fun fact? 913-586-7610. From the 913, the Royals are in worse shape than in 2005. I don't know if that's a fact, but... Winter yeah, meetings. I just dis- I disagree with that. I don't in know. 2005, there was zero hope. There's at least a small bit of hope. They just got to put it together by spending a little cash. Mm-hmm. In 2005, there was nothing. Like who who was the guy? Like all we were hearing about was Alex Gordon and Billy Butler, and they were in Double A. Was, was that Grinky Cy Young year? No, that was 09. 09. No, this was when Grinky had gotten Quit. called up. Oh, he came. And he had called up, and he was an inconsistent starter. Actually, no, no, no. He was still in the minors in 05. I think he got called up in 06. Somebody from the 620 says Jared Goff is 2-0 all-time versus Patrick Mahomes. Eh, that's football. I don't care about that. Yeah. You want to go first or you want me to go first? I always give the option. I'll, I'll go first. Okay. This is a sports-related one. Okay. The Kansas City Chiefs, at some point, will be what the New England Patriots are right now. Ooh. At some point, they will. Mahomes will be done, mm-hmm. and we cannot trust that they will just replace him with another great, a la Aaron Rodgers with, with after Brett Favre or 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 Andrew Luck after Peyton Manning, even though Andrew Luck had his own injuries and whatnot. Sure. Like we just cannot trust that. So, in all likelihood, mm-hmm. based on the history of the NFL, the Chiefs will be in the same position that the New England Patriots are in right now. Whether it's 15, 20 years from now, the Chiefs will be in that position at some point. Mm. It's unfortunate. That's why I say enjoy every game, every win, every Super Bowl, every playoff appearance like you can. Because if you remember 20 years ago, it it, it wasn't set in stone that they were even going to make the playoffs, let alone win a playoff game or get the one seed. So, yeah, just understand that based on the law of averages in the NFL, the Chiefs at some point will be what the Patriots are right now. There's some morbid ones on the internet. Somebody says, oh, yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah. Somebody says death is inevitable. Oh yeah. I mean, that's an easy one. We all know that. Way to punt on that one. Yeah. This one <laughs> kind of going out on the limb there with that unfortunate fact. This is another one uh, from Twitter. It says we are gathering guests for our funerals every day. We make friends or meet new people. Yeah. 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 Death happens. It happens. We're going to die. We know that. <laughs> We are not going to be on this earth forever. Yeah. Unless, I'm kidding. Mm. Um, my uh, not-so-fun fact is you're more likely to survive being shot in the head than with rabies. Oh, rabies is a terrible way to go out. Would I'd rather, I'd rather get that. shot in the head than die of rabies. Kill me. Yeah. No, rabies is a... Is, that the, the, is rabies where, like, if you get it, you have to get, like, a massive shot every day you, for, well, like, you, two well, weeks? You, well, you, yeah, you have to get shots for it, but it's, like, terrible. It's one of the worst ways to die. Like, just... Like, if you guys do not know what happens to people when they die of rabies, mm. uh, if if you don't want any nightmare fuel or anything, don't look it up. It, it's, it is a terrifying they just, like, way to convulse? go. They Well, the problem is... is it's like having this never-ending thirst. Oh. You can never quench. So you drown yourself from the inside? Well, kind of like that, but like eventually your lungs stop working. Mm. It's just Just torture. dehydrate you to death? Yeah, you're just, it's torture. It is absolute torture. What do you think your biggest, like, death fear would be? So there's a 
buried alive. <sighs> no, it was a guy back in 09 who got mm-hmm. stuck in. He was spelunking in a cave. I saw this actually the other day on Twitter. Yeah, and he is this the one where he's hung like yeah he was upside down. down. Yeah, that that's that's the worst way to go because I think they said like the angle of his yeah. back the way it went in yeah. was impossible for it him was, to like they'd have to break his out. legs to get him out. Yeah. It was it, seriously like when I I remember that story when it happened I was like. That's the worst way to die. Yeah, this isn't the 127-hour story. This yeah. guy literally no. was doing the spelunking, which is the dumbest thing in the world. Yeah, I just, I don't know. First I mean, off, I, I'm, like, semi-claustrophobic. Yeah, me too. So I can't do it. And I was just yeah. like, man, I, like, and he was in there for 28 hours, like, 27, 28 hours, and he died from cardiac arrest because he was upside down. Yeah, time. his uh, brain basically, like, yeah. told his heart, like, we're yeah. dying, and his heart just shut down. And that's just, like, that's the worst way to go. Not only that, but his brother was, like, above him. And had to go get the crew, but they couldn't pull him out. So what did they do? Right. They filled it with cement and then blew it up. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they just they close, they blew it up and closed it off so no one else could get it. Yeah, and people were mad about it. I'm like, just kill somebody. Why would you let anyone back in there? Another not so fun fact: people joke that Australia is dangerous for having animals of all kinds. However, the Australia's number one enemy is the sun. Australia has the highest skin cancer rate in the world. An average Australian is four times likely to get skin cancer than any other type of cancer, and two-thirds of Australians will probably get it by the age of 70. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad out there. Don't worry about these kangaroos, mate. That sun's going to kill us all. I don't like that sun. That sun comes in in the morning, makes me wake up. I just want to stay in bed with me, mate. I don't know if that's how they actually talk. Probably not that. That that seemed like a little too Australian. I feel like I could be Australian. Mm. Someone said the FDA allows a certain amount of bugs and rat crap in our food. Yeah, they do. That's true? Yeah, it's true. There's bad. There there's a threshold. Yeah, there's a, our food. There's a threshold that they, you cannot be over for that stuff. Huh. Yeah. You know what's another fact that I hate to hear that I hear it every time I go to the airport? You're more likely to die in a car rack on the way to the airport than in a plane crash. 100%. That's true. Yeah. I also hate the one that when the lottery's like 290 million and you're like, you know what? I'm going to go buy a ticket. And then some Richard's got to be like, you know, you have a better chance of getting struck by lightning twice than winning the Powerball. Yeah. Thank but, you, Dave. Yeah, but okay. I'd, I'd rather take my chances with the, the thing yeah. that happens a lot less likely because it's a lot better than being struck by lightning. What's not a fun fact from the 417? Stepping in dog crap barefoot. I don't know what facts about that. Yeah, I don't know. That's not a fun fact. That's just a bad thing. Here's a fun fact that's not fun. Uh, Legos are fun. Stepping on Legos are not fun. I don't know if you've ever had the arch of your foot hit a Lego piece. You'll say curse words you didn't think that you had in your brain. It's painful. It is. Stepping on Legos is very painful. But for me, stubbing my toe is worse than stepping on a Lego. Just depends on which toe. Sometimes that pinky hits that the bed. The pinky toe is the worst one to stop. That's one where I, I said some un, unjust things about family members yeah. when I did it. And I had no issue with my family members. Yeah. And you I know? hate when after you do it, someone tries, what, are you okay? Like, leave me alone. Mm-hmm. Do not talk to me right Let now. Let me breathe. I'm going to curse you out if you don't. Yeah. <laughs> leave me alone. There are a bunch of, like, minute injuries that just cause so much pain to Yeah. Me. Stubbing yeah. your toe. Or banging my knee on something. Yeah. That also elicits a very violent verbal reaction. This is a weird fact about myself. My right knee is numb because I had ACL surgery when I was 20. 
So like the outside slash middle of my right knee, no pain, no feeling. Oh wow. It's weird. Like I'll get mosquito hmm. bites on there and I won't even itch them and they'll blow up. Somebody says you're just as likely to die by 80 as you are to die in a plane crash. From the 620, drunk drivers are more likely to survive car wrecks than people they hit. Now I've heard the reason because of that is, is drunk drivers aren't tense. So like when they hit, they're more like loose. Whereas like the people they hit are like, oh, you know, they, you know, you tense up. Yeah, yeah. Also, don't drive drunk. As many options as yeah. there are to like get a get a Uber. It's insane that people still actually try to drive drunk. It's insane how professional athletes with the that money they have. It. And on top of that, like all these teams have driver services that you can use to pick you up and drive you around if you need it. Why would you ever get busted for a DUI? I don't know. Just call the whatever service. It, what was it? The New York Jets not too long ago. I think it was when they were on hard knocks. Rex Ryan was like, don't drive drunk. We have a we have a police chief. That has given us four numbers that at any time you can call and they will pick you up. Exactly. Like, I don't know why it's still, it doesn't happen as much as it used to. Cause I think guys have smartened up and they've seen the consequences of it, but still like, why would you ever do that? Somebody from the 816 says the average number of legs for people when they're born is less than two. I mean, again, I, I can't fact I can't, check I can't, this. I can't verify I'm that. I'm the text line. I, can't, I don't know if I trust the text line on that one. I, I, I can't verify Getting hit that on one. the funny bone is not funny. Fact. And you always have that that ass that's right behind you. Going, not so funny, is it? Screw you. I've never heard anyone say that. Really? Because oh. if you said that where I'm from, you get your ass whooped. So. The other thing that I hate is working in the restaurant industry when you drop a check off and the guy goes, thought you were paying for it. <laughs> How, Thanks, often, how, Frank. how often do you get that? Once a week. Once a week? Yep, once a week. <laughs> Duh, that is the other nice. day, some guy goes, do you guys take Hawaiian money? I was like, no. He goes, oh, I guess we can't pay. I was like, I literally just go, that's not funny. And the yeah, guy's like, I, all right. And he tipped me less than 16%. I, <laughs> I, hate, like, I, hate when people, I hate when people try it. Like, I'm a, I'm a, one of my biggest pet peeves is when people try to be funny and yeah. they're not. And it's like, and it's not like, a, you know, like a kind of a chuckle type funny i'm talking about like yeah. like swinging a miss hard miss like just like it didn't it was never gonna work why would you even try it yeah that stuff i absolutely hate somebody says from the a160 the amount of spiders you eat in your sleep is not a fun fact i actually yeah, it's like seven a year i think or something a, like it's that a, it's a false it's, like six or it's seven an urban year. it's an urban yeah legend. i don't believe you it. don't, I don't do believe it. it it doesn't no, happen i don't believe it doesn't happen so don't worry about it. I think there's probably like a number of people who eat spiders and that dilutes the number so that the averages are higher than what it is. I'm pretty confident I've never eaten a spider in my life. You pretty confident. We were talking about uh, minute pains, um, paper cuts. Like yeah, that hurts. Oh, that's hell. The, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or you stick or mm. another one, splinters. Mm. Yeah. Splinters. I don't like a splinter. Painful. Very, and it's minute. You know, you dig yeah. it out so you don't get like gangrene or well, whatever. It's like they hit that perfect nerve. But it hurts. Yes, it hurts. <sighs> or if you get like one of those like, those like hairs, like, I don't know, like, like my barber, yeah. she gets it all the time where like she'll cut it and a hair gets stuck in her skin. Yeah, like those are, Ugh. those are painful too. I used to have a barber at Great Clips. I don't go there anymore. I haven't gone there for yeah, 20 don't years. Go to Great Clips now I go to Courtney Brothers. They're a good company on 40 <laughs> Highway. And uh, she would tell me horror stories about she would clip her fingertips with scissors. Yeah, that's a that's a thing. Yeah, my, my oh. barber was... I got my hair cut last week. She was talking about that, too. Man. We spend a large portion of our life sitting at red lights. Man, that's just life. 
I hate the people that race to red lights. Like, where yeah, you I go? hate that. I hate <laughs> the, there was a guy I was driving home yesterday, and this guy was like, every time he would, he would like uh, try to stop. Yeah, he would like hit the brake, and his car would like rock forward and back. I'm like, dude, just smooth into the stop. You're like, you, you got two cars in front of you at this red light. Where's like, the fire? You're not beating you know? anybody home like this. Like, no. if you're in rush hour on side streets, if you're weaving in between traffic, you're an idiot. Like, no. I hate people who do that. Just weave around. Unless you're, like, trying to save someone's life or something. Then like you're, you're, Yeah, take the highway or something. But don't be the dude that's weaving through traffic on side streets to save yourself 30 seconds on your drive. You're wasting your time and you're endangering everyone else. My stepmother might like this one that I found on the internet. Vet tech here. Most of our pets don't die of old age. They die of cancer. It sucks. Uh, yeah, yeah. 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 Any pet that dies. Sucks. Or some sort of heart failure or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that is the out of left field question tonight on After Hours 610 Sports Radio. 913-586-7610. On the other side, the injury report came out. And I have a very, very big concern with the name that I saw on this injury report. Plus, to do, you know. Half glass empty, half glass full. There was a name that I saw that I'm very happy to see back on the energy report that's no longer there. That didn't make sense, but I'll explain on the other side. The 16 Sports Trail is after hours. After Hours with Dusty Likens is brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. And by Casey Bobcat. Save now on your Bobcat loaders and excavators at Casey Bobcat at Blue Springs, Olathe, or Tracy. 610 Sports Radio. Hey, underbetters, I feel like you're shaking like a bird crapping a peach seed. New England's up 21 to three on Pittsburgh. That playoff Pittsburgh team. Watch them still make the playoffs. Mitch Trubisky (laughs) should have to be forced to retire after this season. Mitch Trubisky is a crime against football. How is this man still got a job? Juju Smith-Schuster has three receptions for 82 yards. He passed his season high on two catches for 54 yards. His season high previously was six for 51. Bailey Zappi was the answer. 11 for 17, 168, and three tutties tonight for the New England quarterback. This kind of reminds me of, uh, you remember the the 03 Chiefs when they got absolutely whooped yes. by the Vikings? Yes. And the Vikings are actually a pretty decent team, but like, like that's how you knew that that Chiefs team wasn't ready. It was when they got smoked by the Vikings late in the year. This is kind of what it looks like here with the Steelers. Like, we we know that they're not for real, even if they make the playoffs and finish, you know, with a with a few games above five hundred. Because like, you know, they lose to the the Cardinals last week, even though I think the Cardinals are a better team now with Kyler Murray for sure. But now they're getting smacked by the Patriots, who are probably going to who are in line right now to get the second overall pick in the draft. Yeah, he's Drake good. May. Man, this is bad. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I'm sure you are. Uh, you're always in depth with the uh, with the injury reports that we get every week. Obviously, Pete Sweeney does his job out there. The chief editor of Arrowhead Pride. Um, a little bit of concern. So this was Pete's tweet today when they announced the injuries. The Chiefs say the same four players from Wednesday. Brian Cook with the ankle, Isaiah Pacheco with a shoulder, Donovan Smith with the neck, and Drew Tranquil with a concussion won't practice on Thursday. Pacheco has now missed two straight practices. Jarrett McKinnon, growing, was limited at practice on Wednesday. Man, I am kind of concerned if Isaiah Pacheco is out of this game. And right now, it doesn't look like he's going to play or, or, Dusty, calm down, relax, He's going to play. They just don't want him to take any unnecessary hits in practice. 
because I say this, the Chiefs currently are 19th in the league at stopping the run. Buffalo is 20th. Buffalo doesn't know how to stop the run either. Or they give up more than enough or more than they should. And one thing that we've seen the last two weeks that the Kansas City Chiefs have really incorporated in their offense is really leaning into Isaiah Pacheco to kind of be the, the engine starter, right? Last week, I think he had, what was it, like 18 for 110. The week before that, he had 15 for 55, but he had 34 receiving yards, all-purpose 80-plus. Last week, obviously, was ejected after throwing the punch, but had 110 on the ground. And now we go back-to-back days, no practices for IP. Tomorrow, the big injury report comes out because with normalcy in the NFL, if you don't practice Friday, nine out of ten times, you ain't playing Sunday. And if you are having a chance to play Sunday, there's always the report that comes with, they were out all week on practice, they're going to see how they look at warm-ups before the game to make a decision before injury, before rosters are supposed to be announced two hours before the game or three hours before the game. I think it's two. It's an hour and a half. Hour and a half, somewhere yeah. in there. But the positive side of it is that Nick Bolton is back, and Nick Bolton is more than likely playing this week. He's not on the injury report this week. He was not on the injury report last week. He was full practice. They ranked him up last week. This week, he's game ready, I think, after two weeks of being on IR for the previous four. Buffalo, again, 20th first to run. The names that will be running the ball if Isaiah Pacheco is not there, Daenerik Prince, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, and P. Wright. Also, it, is Kadarius Tony healthy? Is he on the injury list? He was not. I wouldn't be shocked if they used him more as a halfback if Pacheco couldn't go. Because like, what do you do if Isaiah Pacheco isn't playing? You probably play Clyde most of the time, but I think that they're going to give probably Kadarius a little bit more snaps as a halfback. Why not Richie James as well? Uh, I wouldn't give it to Richie James. He looked okay against Green Bay. He looked better than Sky. Yeah, but I mean. He looked better than MVS. I know the ceiling's not high I would much rather they just throw the ball to him than hand it off to him. Which is another question of mine. Is this the type of game where, because we know, you and I follow this team enough, we know Mahomes is pissed, right? I listen to him on the drive. He's on the drive every single Monday at 315, 310. Then again, they played again at five. Mahomes was very just like, yeah, cool. I had a reindeer costume on. It was great. It was awesome. Saw the pictures. Yeah, we lost. I mean, okay, he's kind of like that in every. Go. He's like that in every interview he does. Right. But this one, it just kind of seemed like the agitation yeah. level is at an all-time high. Oh yeah. And I then mean. he had the quote this week where he's like, "Yeah, I've been on a six and four team that won the Super Bowl before. Bandwagon fans, you know, whatever you want to call it, however you want to feel. Does this give you, if Isaiah Pacheco is out, does this give you the?" sort of thought process that we get these God mode game from Patrick Mahomes this week. I mean, you would think that in this situation, because this is is because of the catching, this is the bills and this is a a opponent that has been, that you've had some heated games with and not only that, but they've beaten the chiefs the last, the last two regular season games Uh that they played against them Uh at home, nonetheless, including the one two years ago where they beat the hell out of them and beat them by three scores. So like, yeah, I don't think there's going to be a lack of motivation on the part of Mahomes, but like at the same time, it's like, I think Mahomes' God mode game, if you will, is kind of limited just because of the wide receiver situation. Um, If they're able to, 
if the guys who are who they are, are trotting out there wide receiver are, mm-hmm. are, more, are reliable in this game, then yeah, I I do think this will be one of those games where he shows out and reminds everyone why he's the best in the league. But it's just kind of uh, it's it's not entirely in his control because. The wide receivers are so bad this year. And I think I saw a stat earlier. It was like 52, 52 passes that were catchable from Patrick Mahomes this year have been incomplete. And the next dropped is like or 34 or something. Yeah, like it's ridiculous. And it's just like that goes to show you just how bad it is. Mahomes has it when and, and I think that might be an underestimation there because uh, I think that's that's kind of a stat that there's no like static criteria for it. Mm-hmm. It kind of varies. It depends on perception. Yeah. But like, man, there's so many passes every game that you see where it's like, how is this guy like, how is this guy in the league? How is he on this team? When you see Patrick Mahomes out here throwing these guys perfect balls and they're dropping them like it's, it's frustrating. It's like that pass against the Eagles mm-hmm. to MVS. It's like. That is the perfect pass that you could throw, and you just right off your hands. I also love the the fake stat that came after that, which was like nine out of ten times MVS catches that. Well, if that's the <laughs> one, I'd rather him only catch one out of ten. I don't want to hear the nine, nine out, out of ten, 10 he catches that. Nine that nine out of ten is not something you could put on MVS because if oh. it was nine out of ten, he would not have a reputation for being an unreliable player. And like Neil, that's just not the case. And Neil from Lone Jack chimes in and says, "Best game of Clyde's career was against Buffalo." I mean, I wouldn't because that was that was 2020. This was a different Buffalo. They didn't have the defense like they do, like they've had the last few years. This year, their defense isn't quite what it was because they've had so many injuries. But still, like, I, 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 I really think Clyde's going to be the one that gets the call. And I think they're probably going to give it to him a lot because that's just, that's isn't that an Andy Reid thing to be uh-huh. like Clyde. Doesn't have a whole lot going for him right now. Spotlight's on you. Let's go get him 20 carries and let's get him like five catches and let's rely on him. Like that sounds like an Andy Reid thing that he would do with this backup running back. I think if you're starting to put together in your mindset to piece a parlay for this game, if Isaiah Pacheco is out, again, the injury report given by Pete Sweeney today, Brian Cook out of practice with an ankle issue. We probably can go ahead and assume he's out for this week after seeing how that ankle yeah, somehow no, actually didn't break or any sort of ligament damage, but he's, he's, he's okay. I'd be shocked if he comes back before the end of the regular Dude, season. Dude, that was so nasty. Yeah, I, I thought he broke his ankle. We I'm, all did. I'm very happy. And Not I was, one person on this planet was like, he'll be fine. But when I saw the replay, yeah. it looked a little bit better and it than was, I it was at like an acute angle? Yeah, it was at an angle, yeah. but I was like, okay, it's not like, you know how it is. Mm. You know how it is when it's broken. Like, it, I don't. it looks a certain way, and it didn't look that way. Yeah, it wasn't limp. Yeah, it wasn't like out of position in a way that you're like, oh, God, that's bad. Mm. So that was at least the 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 good part about it. And then to get the news that, yeah, he didn't break it or anything. It's just a sprain. I was like, yes, okay. That's w- yeah. kind of what it seemed like, but you never know. No, you were not doctors. Here. But yeah, Brian Cook, ankle injury, didn't practice. I have Pizea Pacheco, shoulder injury, did not practice. Donovan Smith, neck injury, and Drew tranquil concussion he'll have to clear protocol obviously by the game if he can i don't know man you lose drew tranquil you gain nick bolton so there is a little bit of positivity there but checko now has missed two straight practices Jarrett mckinnon was limited wednesday with a growing injury so Jarrett mckinnon can't play and isaiah pacheco can't play clyde edwards there probably your every down back your third down back is probably going to be i would assume mate it's probably p ryan i would think i would say p ryan just because i think he's yeah. got he's got more experience and pass he, blocking and so. he can catch yeah he can catch too so i i think it's probably gonna be p just more is there any relation with samaji p ryan with him yeah i think it's his cousin cousin yeah 
Okay. And then you have Daenerys Prince, who will be the spell back. It's like if they do drive down on a methodical, like, 14-play drive, you might see Daenerys will get touches, you know, if and when Clyde drops a ball in the Do flat. we also <laughs> feel that, like, if Clyde has a good game – or is he so far gone with the fan he's base? Already, he's already gone. Okay. It's, it's too late. Like, everyone would be if happy. Like fi- if he had they like 15 will... for like 115, if the narrative would be like, we should give Clyde more touches. Hell no. Hell no. Yeah, okay. Only the, the greatest of Clyde apologists would ever make that case. I'll okay. say this. Because here's what I can see happen. I didn't know how far gone he was. Here's what I can see happen. I can see Clyde performing well down the stretch. Mm-hmm. I can, Especially if the groin injury and whatnot with Jet can, continues because those groin injuries persist. I can see Clyde having a nice little stretch run. If they go deep into playoffs, if they go back to the Super Bowl, if they win the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. everyone will be happy for Clyde. Everyone will celebrate him and be like, thank you for what you did during the stretch run. Now get the hell out of town. Let's get someone else. I guarantee you that's what's going to happen. Going to be interesting. we got to watch practice, but we don't watch it. But keep an eye on the injury report. Follow Pete Sweeney on Twitter. Uh, somebody says, tell CDOT, Dusty, great call on the under. The only reason I listen to his show anymore is to count how many things he's wrong about. CDOT, go be a meteorologist. You will get more things right that way. He doesn't um, care. You listen. Yeah. That's all that matters. Uh, and what they're referencing to is the over just hit with 241 left in the first half. 21-10, New England <laughs> over Pittsburgh. Suckers. This is why I stayed away. <laughs> I told you, don't bet on this game. Stay away. Didn't I tell you? Yes. Did, what did I, I tell I you at the beginning of the game? It's going to be a barn burner. I spent my time on Instagram and Twitter before, not DraftKings. I stayed all the way away uh-huh. from it. I told you. I was like, watch. I'm not betting on the Chiefs I was like, watch they're going to score. I, I want like, nothing watch. to do with I, Chiefs I, Buffalo. I, actually, I should probably take the, the Chiefs in minus two or whatever. Now it's minus, minus one and a half. I would take the Chiefs. Vegas is moving. Half. But I told I, I I was saying at the beginning of the show, I was like, mm. do I was like, this game is going to be one of those weird yep. ass games where they score way more points than anyone thought. I don't and even care if this game is 21 17 by the time I get my ass to the house. I'll go to AMC and watch whatever Christmas movie's on. That's how I, <laughs> that's how much I could care a rip about this game tonight. As soon as I get home, we're probably going to put it on the phone. You're probably gonna watch it. <laughs> I don't even know. I'm probably gonna watch. I got other things I'd put on my phone. I just before need I put to see it because I need to see if George Pickens is gonna get a touchdown or something. Well, Deontay Johnson. He's got important. It right now. He's important for my money league. Yeah, Deontay, Deontay did score. Yeah. yeah, Deontay Johnson got the tug. Bailey Zappi stone two touchdowns to Hunter Henry, and Zeke Elliott's got another one. And your over has hit in the over under of thirty points. So sorry. Coming up on the other side, there was some audio from Good Morning Football. This is one thing I've never thought of going into this week versus Buffalo. This game, unlike any that we've seen in the past with the circumstances for both sides, I'll explain on the other side of the six and sports radio. This is After Hours. After Hours with Dusty Likens is brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. And by Casey Bobcat. Save now on your Bobcat loaders and excavators at Casey Bobcat at Blue Springs, Olathe, or Tracy. 610 Sports Radio. Follow the drive on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Got to go quick here. We got two segments left. We don't have a lot of time. We get out of here at 9 o'clock tomorrow night, though. Uh, After hours, full slate, 6 to 9 as we gear you up for the weekend. We do Richard of the Week. Um, there's a pretty big college basketball game against Kansas and Missouri in Lawrence on Saturday at 4:15. Going to try to get a Mizzou guest there um, because I know the drive will have a KU and a Mizzou guest. I got a good idea who I want to join the show. Met the guy the other day, got his number, and he said he's welcome to come on the show. That's a tease. I'm not going to tell you who it is, but he went to Blue Springs High School. 
Um, but tomorrow, Mitch Holtis joins the guys in the morning at 7.30. Pete Sweeney joins the guys in the afternoon at 1 o'clock. Nate Taylor in studio at 4 o'clock as they gear up for Bills Chiefs 325. On Sunday, you get Nance and Romo. Um, I can't think of how many times they've had Nance and Romo this year. It doesn't seem like any, or maybe there's been once. Well, they haven't had quite as many CBS games because mm-hmm. they've been doing so many of those primetime. They've had so many primetime games yeah. this year. So, yeah, I mean, it's kind of – and on top of that, a lot of the CBS games they played haven't been the best ones. Right. So that's the reason why. I mean, yeah, usually – and especially now that there's no longer the separation between AFC and NFC on Fox and, and uh, CBS anymore. Yeah. That's meant that they get better – there's better matchups that they can have. Right. Because, like, it was a problem last year with the NFC because there was, like, two good teams in the NFC and that was it. So mm-hmm. there was a lot of bad matchups there, and I, I think that they've been – they finally agreed to get rid of the separation between AFC and NFC on CBS and Fox. It's been nice, even though I still just watch Red Zone. Um, yeah, me too. Yeah. So Scott Hansen's who I hear play-by-play from all yeah, the time. Yeah, he's great. Uh, this is the first time I think Buffalo and Kansas City have had a game kind of like this. Obviously, the window for Buffalo seems like it is closing fast. They have a ton of negative cap money next year. Um, their head coach is quoting things that he shouldn't quote. Their defense and offensive coordinator from last year are both no longer on this team. Buffalo needs this to win to continue somewhat of a bleak chance of making the playoffs. Kansas City, kind of the same story. It kind of reminds me of that game against Cincinnati last year on December 4th where the winner was more than likely going to be the one seed. Kansas City still trying to get to that one seed. And I thought this was an interesting take because I thought about this. Didn't know this audio existed until I came in here today. Michael Robinson of Good Morning Football said this. I'm going to say we, even though I didn't play for the Buffalo Bills, but Bills Mafia stand all the way up. Look, check this out. To me, it's the Bills. Okay, they have one of the toughest schedules to finish out um, the the regular season. And they have no room for error, guys. I mean, they're playing uh, KC this week. They got Dallas, the Chargers, New England, and Miami. And Miami could still be playing all their starters at the end of the season if they're trying to go for that number one seed. And I look at these five remaining games, and, you know, maybe there's room for them maybe losing one. But that will put them at 10 and 7. And to me, I think 10 wins will get them into the playoffs. But... I think the, the 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 bigger the pressure's on the Buffalo Bills. They have to win this game, and hopefully Joe Brady, new offensive coordinator over the last couple of weeks, averaging a little bit more uh, points per game. Hopefully he can run the football, take some of the pressure off Josh Allen. Again, obviously I think the game is massively bigger for Buffalo, which is a situation you don't want to be in a road game, but they do play well in Kansas City in the month of December. But pressure for the Chiefs. I think the pressure that would come with the Chiefs would be the local aspect of it. If the Chiefs were to lose, it'd be like, okay, now what? You know, then everybody would be on my side of it. Okay, the one seed is out. But the thing is, the Chiefs are still winning their division, right? The Chiefs are still going to win the AFC West, which means they're going to be a top four seed, get a home playoff game to start it all off no matter what. Buffalo losing this game, fire sale. You'd almost have to think their head coach is probably gone at the end of the season. You'd have to think that players are going to be moved at the end of the season, right? They're so negative under the cap next year. It's ridiculous. It's like 30 plus million. And when that sort of thing piles up to an unsuccessful season that ended in not making the playoffs, you've got to figure out how to make things work and move on. And when you fire offense coordinator, you fire defense coordinator, we haven't seen this sort of matchup with Kansas City Buffalo, right? More often than not in the last few seasons, three to four of them, it's always been like, all right, here's the game. Here's the two or the two of the three best teams in the AFC. We're not saying that this weekend. Buffalo is not in that category. Kansas City is. Buffalo is not. One team is eight and four. The other team is six and six. 
Yeah, I don't. Or six and seven. Yeah, here's what I'll say. I think the Chiefs always have pressure on them because you, when you're the top team, it's Super Bowl or bust. Every loss that you take is going to be something that's celebrated. It's going to be massive news. It's going to be treated like you lost the Super Bowl. So, mm. like it, the Chiefs have pressure every game that they play in. It's just that's just how it is. Like when the Chiefs lost to the Packers, what happened? Everyone's like, oh, the Chiefs are done, or the Chiefs finished, or the, the dynasty over. It's just it, this is just part of the game. So. The Chiefs will always have pressure on them. But, yeah, the Bills, they're fighting for their lives. They're not just fighting to get the one seed. They're fighting just to make the tournament. And that certainly makes this game one of those games where, like, there's a lot of desperation to it. But the difference, though, is, like, the Bills are one of those teams that really for the last few years Mm -hmm. has been trying to do what – they're doing now, which is trying to prove that they are the top team in the AFC. They've been trying to do that for a while, and they have never done it. No. Like the Chiefs know, hey, if we play our game, if we don't make mistakes, we're going to win. The Bills don't know that. Right. The Bills have tried. I mean, think about it. You remember that playoff game, 13 seconds. They did everything they could. Like Josh Allen left everything out there, and it wasn't good enough. No. So the Bills, they don't know if they have it. The Chiefs do know. And so even though the Chiefs always have a ton of pressure on them, the opponents in this situation, especially in this situation with the Bills, they have more pressure because the Bills are fighting for their lives and they still haven't proven that they belong at the top. To give you the playoff picture, Miami the one seed, Baltimore the two, Chiefs the three, Jacksonville the four. Your five seed as of right now is Pittsburgh. Colts are the sixth seed. Browns are the seventh seed. Your eight, nine, 10, 11 seeds, Houston, Broncos, Bills, Bengals. This is not an impressive playoff. This no. is not an impressive playoff slate. Don't worry about seeding. And if the Chiefs get the one, like, like just feel good about it. Yeah. If they get the one, feel good about it. Like, I don't think location matters this year because none, none of these teams are great, but At the end of the day, it's like you should feel really good if they get the one because if they come out of this and they still finish on top there, the road's pretty looking pretty good for uh, for uh, Vegas. Correct. Buffalo, the 10 seed, looking to get a must need win in Kansas City. We wrap this show up. We'll get to my final thoughts. There's two things I want to get to. One involves an AFC West coach. The other one involves he went from hero to villain in a matter of like seven seconds but I kind of understand it in today's ruling because of how they did this whole debacle last year. It's Chris Unicero. I'm Dusty Likens. You're listening to 610 Sports Radio, and this is After Hours. After Hours with Dusty Likens is brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. And by Casey Bobcat. Save now on your Bobcat loaders and excavators at Casey Bobcat at Blue Springs, Olathe, or Tracy. 610 Sports Radio. Tins your halftime score on your prime game of the week. I'm sure Bezos sent the uh, commissioner of the league an email saying, don't ever do this again. I mean, he can do that for like half the Thursday night mm-hmm. matchups. I I'm sure like- he doesn't care because the ratings are still good. They're going to get over 10 million people yeah, watching this terrible football game. Well, game between two bad teams, but it's actually a lot more entertaining than we thought it so was. So you're be. saying this is just a bad car wreck. You yeah. just cannot look. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I mean, look. Like, I don't know if you, if you watched the Bears-Vikings game from last Monday. That was a terrible game. I was of course mad. I did. I was mad because it cost me money. But, uh, yeah, I, I mean, that game was so bad. 
I literally went to bed because I was like, I'm not, I'm not staying up to watch this game. Like mm-hmm. halftime, I was done. Like I don't tap out of football very much. I did with that Bears. It Vikings was so game. bad that the team that fumbled twice before their final drive won. Yeah, I mean the Bears tried to lose that game, mm-hmm. the entire game. They were trying to lose that game, and it still wasn't good enough. Lock up that number one pick, Daddy. Well, I mean, they're going to get it anyways because they got the Panthers pick. The mm-hmm. Panthers are terrible, mm-hmm. so they're good. I mean, they 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 got Caleb. They got they got Caleb Williams set in stone. They're good unless the unless Bryce Young just goes on one at the end of the year. That ain't happening. No, it's not. Not they just fired their coach. Yeah, they're good. Speaking of one that's going on one, um, my final thoughts. Something that doesn't take a whole lot of time to discuss. Just quick little conversation as we get out of here at nine o'clock tonight. John Ram. The newest LIV edition in golf. Do I blame him? No. Am I upset with the decision? Yes. Was never really a huge Rom fan. I thought his game was electric. I thought he's always a threat to win a tournament every time he tees it up. Not a huge Rom fan. You know? I get it. He's from the Mecca Golf, Oklahoma or Arizona State. He won the Masters. Spanish golfer kept the legacy of you know what is prideful in Spanish golf. Can I blame somebody for taking six hundred million dollars? Absolutely not. Like if somebody paid me six hundred million dollars to go do a terrible job at some sort of profession that I know I would hate, better believe I'm doing it. Better believe I'll do it. I can't imagine ever being a cashier at a grocery store again or a bagger. Give me $600 million, I'll do that oh, with a I'd, smile on my I'd face. I'll be the MVP of that Guaranteed. store. <laughs> so I don't blame for the money. The other reason I don't blame it is because last year, PGA and professional golf lost a lot of responsibility with the way they handled what they were going to do. They really put their foot down and were like, if you go to LIV, you're banned. You're blocked from major tournaments. You won't be accepted in world rankings. And then, out of nowhere, overnight, they changed their mind. We're going to merge. And all these golfers were like, I turned down $450 million. I turned down $350 million. It took one offseason, and they went after one of the biggest stars, the reigning Masters defending champion, and said, here's 600. Come join the dark side. And John Ram put on the black and white three-letter jacket, and he did it. My other note is that we all remember how Todd Haley went out, right? They were mad about his hair getting long. His facial hair was ratty. He didn't give a rip who you were, whether you were Pioli, whether you were Clark Hunt. He was going to do whatever he wanted to do. Brandon Staley taking the damn same page out of that book. According to NFL rumors, Los Angeles Chargers, Brandon Staley reportedly might, fake, might, Reduce carries and touches for running back Austin Eckler. Staley seems to be looking for a change in the running game. Where do you rank Austin Eckler as a top running back in the NFL? Top five? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. he has been okay. top five, though. This yeah. year, he's not quite been that. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. He's getting older. But you still have to trust him. Your offense has Keenan Allen and Austin Eckler. That's what moves your offense. That would be like if... Andy Reid was like, you know what? Isaiah Pacheco's not really getting on first down like I like. We're going to put in Clyde Edwards-Alaire a little bit more. Oh, they, they You'd be revolt. like, what? People were revolting here. Riot. Clyde got the start. <laughs>
Those are my final thoughts. Brandon Staley doing whatever he can to burn it down like Seth Rollins. Or Seth freaking Rollins when it How comes is, to that franchise. I, he I don't should know, have man. been fired after last They don't want to pay him money. They don't well, want to buy him out. Well, they don't to pay him anyway. Not as much as they fired him in the middle of the season. Yeah, I would much rather fire him and just pay him to not be around the team yeah. than to not fire him and watch him ruin the team. Yeah. That sunk cost fallacy stuff is so dumb. That's not a nice thing to do. Go do something nice for somebody tonight, tomorrow. It could change their day, week, month, or year. It is cool to care, people. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Thursday night. We'll talk to you tomorrow from 6 to 9 p.m. on this radio station, on this program. We call happy after hours. Chris Nacero, I'm Dusty Likens. Good night, Kansas City.